The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What took an engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out many save the dates? The first Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find the Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast and I Hear Everything production. In this podcast, we'll share the news, knowledge, and strategies you need to navigate the ever-changing world of SEO. Ready to expedite your company's organic growth efforts? Sit back, relax, and get ready for your daily dose of search engine optimization wisdom. Here's today's host of the Voices of Search podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro, and joining us is Julia McCoy, who is the president of Content at Scale, which is the leader in human-like scalable AI content creation that is taking the content and SEO world by storm with its intuitive innovations. Research-backed and AI undetectable, the Content at Scale writing platform transforms keywords, documents, videos, and podcasts into one-of-a-kind long-form content. And in addition to providing us with our speaker today, Content at Scale is also a sponsor of the Voices of Search podcast. Yesterday, Julie and I talked about teaching AI to write in your tone, and today we're going to continue the conversation talking about how Google detects AI content. All right, here's the second part of my conversation with Julia McCoy, the president of Content at Scale. Julia, welcome back to the Voices of Search podcast. Hey, Ben, great to be back here. Excited to have you back on the show and continue our conversation. You know, yesterday we talked about creating AI-generated content and some of the benefits and pitfalls. And a lot of it has to do with making sure the content that you're creating matches your tone. And that's one of the big benefits of your company content at scale is you can train an LLM to understand what you want to sound like. And some of the reasons why humans are so great at creating content is they understand the context that sometimes generic AI tools don't. Now, when you're using a tool like a chat GPT and you don't master the tone for a specific blog post or piece of content, you not only run the risk of when people read your content, it uh, doesn't resonate. You also run the risk of some SEO penalties for publishing content that is, well, not written by a human. So talk to me a little bit about how Google detects AI content and what's the impact when it does realize that you're publishing content that wasn't written by a human. Yes, absolutely. Well, it's funny because the phrase AI detection, AI detector as a key phrase definition that wasn't even around, right? Barely a year ago. So we're talking about something that is a brand new concept. So this idea of AI detection, basically what AI is, is it's predicting and detecting lines of text. And it's writing in a way that is identifiable. And we have AI detectors on the scene, consonant scale, actually, we have our own, we're one of the top five, writer has another, originality.ai. So there's some AI detectors out there you can actually test, ours is free, where you can put ChatGPT content in it, click generate or detect, 
And then it'll tell you in a second, oh, this is 100% human, or this reads like a robot wrote it. And all that is doing is it's detecting the pattern of the text and how robotic it sounds. And it's funny because it's not it's not actually a way to know if this was written by AI. It's just a way to know how robotic the text sounds. So we've had writers that will email us and say, oh, your detector said that I sound fully robotic and I just lost a paying gig. And in that case, we tell them, well, you need to pick up some writing skills because you sound robotic. <laughs> so <laughs> there's a struggle here where it is actually pushing forward the art of better writing and sloppy, lazy writing is also incidentally getting penalized along with the straight up robotic sounding sentences. So give me some examples here. Well, l- let me give you an example here because when we talk about sounding robotic, whether it's a human or whether it's artificial intelligence, there's always the first thing that pops into my mind is, uh, you know, I spend a lot of time marketing to marketers and Whenever anybody says something to the extent of in the busy modern world or, you know, if you're struggling with modernizing your marketing or just the term modern marketer, Mm. that always seems like something that AI generates content. Hey, for busy marketers, here's the problem. If you're struggling with modern marketing in today's modern world, yeah. Anything that basically is using the term modern drives me nuts and sounds very robotic. What are some other examples of things that artificial intelligence might pick up as robotic sounding? Yes. Well, um, I just got off the stage actually at Brighton SEO. I pulled up my slides because something I did on stage, I was the ending headline was I read two different blogs and I had the audience guess which one was actually written by AI and which one was written by a human. So I want to read you an actual sentence. And then Ben, you tell me if this sounds like a robot wrote it or a human. So here it goes. Okay. Moreover, it's crucial to understand how to use each content marketing technique effectively to create a cohesive overall content marketing strategy. So guess if that sentence was fully human or fully robotic. Give it to me one more time. Let's do it. Moreover, it's crucial to understand how to use each content marketing strategy effectively. Moreover, it is crucial to understand each content marketing strategy. That's a robot. (laughs) So I'm going to blow your mind right now. That is 100% human, but that's a human that didn't actually have a skill of writing. They were just writing to fill a word count. So that's a blog in the top of Google ranking for content marketing strategy, but a human wrote it. That is a human trying to sound fancy. (laughs) Exactly. So this is the problem we're facing. The AI detection, the whole phase, the whole, it's kind of a trend, but it's here to stay. It's something that matters to Google. It's in their page quality rater guidelines now is to actually look for AI detection, but it's also calling out the bad writing on the internet. And as a writer myself for 11 years, I see this as a good thing, a way to weed out a lot of bad content that quite honestly shouldn't have been ranking anyway. And you can call me very um, specific or harsh, but that is the truth because there's just so much bad content out there that was bypassing Google's radar and just ranking to the top because it was keyword stuff. So what I'm hearing from you is that there is no such thing as AI content detection. What Google is doing is finding well-written content and surfacing it to its users. And when it realized something is poorly written, it's saying, I don't care if it's a machine, 
or a human that's writing this, this content stinks. How is that any different than what was happening last year? Exactly, exactly. Well, I think the difference now is we actually have technology that can predict how robotic is this versus not. And that's the actual AI detection technology that wasn't here until GPT evolved to a point where we have ChatGPT. So the birth of ChatGPT, AI machines that are this good, actually gave us AI detection. So it's a catch-22 where we have the one thing, we have the other thing, and now the other thing is stopping the other thing. But something you have to remember when you're using ChatGPT is that the content it generates is often verbose. It has all of those mistakes, a very fluffy writing. So if you're using ChatGPT, Google will likely not rank that because of this problem where it's looking at AI detectors and it's looking for, does this sound human or robotic? There's also the notion of, it's not timestamps, I think we're calling it watermarks, but essentially artificial intelligence has some way of creating content that can be noted as artificial intelligently created, right? For the purpose of making sure that humans understand if AI is creating the content. Talk to me about what watermarking is when you're looking at content creation. So OpenAI launched that concept of watermarking. It was January or February. And the rumor was that anything generated through ChatGPT was watermarked. So Google could essentially look at it and instantly determine this is OpenAI's generation and it's not human. However, Since that rumor came out, it's actually not been fully confirmed that there is a watermarking situation going on. So it's not something that I think occurred in the way we thought it would because OpenAI still has a way to go to develop that technology. But that said, it is something to think about because Google has almost come out and said through their search liaison, you know, we will be looking at watermarking. And if there is a watermark that is indicative of you didn't edit this content at all, you didn't make it your own, you didn't proofread it, you just published straight out of ChatGPT, well, then that content's automatically going to be watermarked and not rank at all. I always wondered how that was going to work, you know, and I I always think about, um, was it Rap Genius that uh, caught Google republishing their content by changing an apostrophe or something? Like, was it the font they're using or a, a way of spelling or styling? It's like, how would they watermark content? It just... Mostly when you're giving content to a human to edit, how could you be sure that that content is noted? Watermarking doesn't make any sense to me. Are there any other ways that you would advise marketers to avoid things like Google AI content, even if they're not using content at scale? What are some ways where we can make sure that our content doesn't get flagged as artificial intelligence generated? Well, I think the way to do that is to paraphrase your content, to look at it. When you're using AI, let's say you're having ChatGPT generate a hook for you, a piece of blog content, you're going to edit the rest. Just make sure you paraphrase anything that's coming straight out of AI, especially if it's one LLM, because the risk you run is the phrasing is so predictable that it's going to 100% be perceived as robotic and just not rank at all. In fact, could set your site back. So Continent Scales AI Detector, a couple weeks ago, we just launched a paraphrasing tool that's built into our detector so people can actually have a way to improve their content after it's detected as, oops, this is AI, looks like you got some work to do. Well, now you just click a button, you look at the Thesaurus, 
you look at different words that you could use in place of other words, and then you paraphrase. So you want to think about doing that with AI content. A lot of the content it generates has very predictable word strings. So you just want to make sure you get in there and you paraphrase, you edit it, you bring up the flavor so it sounds more human. Last question I have for you today. Let's say I'm using a chat GPT solution, nothing personal. And I create a piece of content and I ask ChatGPT to refine the content and make sure it matches my tone and go through and give it all the prompts. And it comes out as a really good piece of content that was written by artificial intelligence. Do I actually have to go back through and then rephrase and basically paraphrase and put it in different tones to make it sound human? Or can you take AI generated content if it meets your quality thresholds and publish it without risk of penalty? Yeah, I think it depends on which tool you're using, (laughs) because the risk you run there is ChatGPT is not always original. So one tool you could use to actually check for that is a tool called Copyscape. You can run it through Copyscape and it'll tell you, oh, this is plagiarized. It's pulling from these sources. So let's say ChatGPT just swiped five sentences from another blogger. That is duplicate content. So if that's in that blog even though the blog might read really well, but you have content that was swiped from somebody else's existing content, that's another risk you run. And that's a tool that's actually baked into Continent Scale. You can do a plagiarism scan straight from our app that is an API call to Copyscape. So that's something you just want to think about. Either use Copyscape or bypass that problem entirely because that's in Continent Scale. But always think about, is this original? as well as does it read well? Does it sound like a human wrote it? Is it undetectable? It has to really pass those, all of those areas for it to rank in Google. It used to be duplicate content that we're worried about, right? Am am I going to be accused of stealing this content from someone else? Did my writer copy something from another page? Now it seems like it doesn't even matter if it's duplicate. You might not even know if you're duplicating your content. It's all just, you know, is artificial intelligence grabbing it from somewhere that it shouldn't be? And is it writing something that's predictable? And it's a huge problem and going to be an increasingly large problem as AI continues to evolve. And that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Julia McCoy, the president of Content at Scale. Join us again tomorrow when Julie and I wrap up our conversation talking about using Gen AI to write brand copy that ranks. If you can't wait till our next episode and you'd like to learn more about Julia, you can find a link to her LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact her on Twitter. Her handle is Julia E. McCoy. That's J-U-L-I-A-E-M-C-C-O-Y. Or you can visit her company's website, which is contentatscale.ai. That's contentatscale.ai. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to VoicesOfSearch.com, where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also subscribe to our weekly newsletter, and you can even send us your topic suggestions or your marketing questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, or you can contact me directly. My handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet, and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit that subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember, the answers are always in the data. 